Well, hello there. Hey, thanks for uh, check. Click and play on this. It's Dusty B with the Be Happy Movement. We're going to try to uh, change the way we communicate a little bit, and hopefully this is effective. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I want to find a way to inspire more people to be okay with the lives they have. And I feel like that's my calling. I, I really do. So thank you for being a part of the Be Happy Movement all these years. And uh, I, was, I was able to buy a microphone and you know, I'm, I'm a radio DJ. And so it's like, hey, this is cool. Uh, I'm sitting in my house um, and I want to share with you a quick thought. By the way, Happy New Year. Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Uh, by the time you may be reading this or listening to this, it might be already New Year's. Hopefully you've had a time to set some goals. Um, I don't really like New Year's resolutions because it seems like as soon as you put the R word, the resolution in front of it, it's like, yeah, I'm going to do it for about uh, three days and then I'm going to be done with it because I don't feel like I can actually do it. It's funny how uh, if we don't feel like a goal is it not funny, obviously, right? It's actually sad that we do this, but if we don't feel like a goal is attainable, we don't hit it. So happy new year. I hope that you're able to find um, a, a place in 2018 to be happy and to have peace in your heart and to be thriving not just financially in the nice car and the nice house and the nice naughty body <laughs> I mean not obviously not naughty body but you know what I mean looking good and feeling good I hope though that you realize that it's not all about the money and the glam I hope um, for instance one of my goals is just to find peace and to let go of some anger that I have with certain people and also to let go of the anger that I have just in my life. I mean, my scars in my head and my medical debt and yeah, it's a lot of anger that I have built up. And so I'm trying to let that go. Here's the point of this video or this. It's not even a video, but I'm so used to saying video. <laughs> Here's the point of this message. I am kind of a diamond in the rough, in the rough. What do, I, what do I mean by that? Well, last several months, one of the things that I've been struggling with, and I say one of them because life is full and interesting and it's hard sometimes. You guys know that. One of the things that I've been struggling with is that on paper, I look like maybe a mess. On paper, I have medical bills. I have had to quit this job and that job. I have undergone 15 now with my knee surgery surgeries and uh, I can imagine as an employer they look at me and they go I don't is this guy gonna even be around in a year is he gonna be able to be healthy enough um, you know I, I had to go meet a creditor the other day for one of my medical bills you guys it is demoralizing to me to be in the position where I had I literally I don't know why I always get to the point where I'm so open with you guys Somebody knocked on my door. It was a sheriff. He handed me a, a paper. I opened it. Dustin, you need to go and make an appointment before this day or you will get a, a warrant out for your arrest. Now, you guys, I'm not a criminal. I, I What? So I went. You owe $10,000, Dusty. How are you going to pay this? I, I don't know. So there's some things that I'm frustrated about. There's some, there's some things that I just do not control. Now, I know that that's the case with you. You don't control so much, and yet you do control more than you know. So one of my managers said, Dusty, I think you're kind of the diamond in the rough. And at first I thought, what? How dare you? 
And then I pulled back a little bit and I thought, you're absolutely right. I am kind of that. And he, so the, the premise behind this is I'm able to work for a radio station that I had to leave last year because I was so sick. They have taken a leap of faith to give me the job that I have with them. And Costco, let's talk Costco for a minute. Costco, when I interviewed for my seasonal position, I had that hole in the skull. So I literally, and I couldn't have a hat on in an interview. I had this massive hole in my skull when they interviewed me. They hired me to be a seasonal guy. And I felt like I had to work harder than anybody else would have to work because I have this thing I have to, this, this prejudgment that I have to fight always. And then they hired me and then all of a sudden I'm like, so I had a full-time position or a part-time position at the time. Hey, by the way, I have to go have another brain surgery. Hey, we'll be here waiting for you. Okay, thank you. And then I come back from that brain surgery and I work really, really hard and they give me this opportunity to be a, a supervisor and then I bust my knee. Hey, I need to have knee surgery now. It's okay, Dusty, we're here for you. That to me means so much to me. But when I look at this radio station, radio station's even different, okay? I, in the last several years, have worked for all three radio groups in East Idaho. I was at Z103 for seven years, I think. And then life started to get a little chaotic. Got divorced. Um, and I moved. And my manager, when I was talking to him the other day and called me a diamond in the rough, he said that other people have said, well, Dusty's a good radio DJ, but is he consistent? Can he be consistent? He has a, developed this um, history of being sick. The reason I share this with you guys is because two things. Number one, while we don't control so much of the things in our lives, we do control so many things. And by that, I mean one massive thing, and that's your attitude. You see, we get confused and we minimize the effects of an attitude. Or we, have you ever noticed it's the first thing to go in the day? You can wake up, you can feel good, and within a few minutes, maybe it goes. And then where does the rest of the day go? Wow. Right? Right down the toilet. It's done. Your attitude controls so much of the trajectory of your life. It does. And you can uh, ignore that or you can call attention to that. And in, in addition to just that attitude, it's the actual belief, the hope that... Your effort each day is going to take you to the place that you want to go. You guys, I have no promises that I'm ever going to be able to pay my medical bills in this life. I have um, less promises than, than most of you have that my life, that I will have a long, healthy life. I have um, more people than I, that it's, and it's frustrating to me. I have people that say, Dusty, just go and file bankruptcy. Dusty just go and file for disability because you guys it's hard for me everything that I used to do is 10 times harder most days I could easily justify calling in sick but I believe in everything inside of my heart that it's going to be different that the place that I now sit is not the place that I will end up if I choose it I can make that happen obviously very easily 
And you can make that happen too. But in whatever your circumstances are, first thing I want to say is, I'm going to make this as short as I can. We're almost at eight minutes, but my trial is not any more valid or any more important than yours. So when somebody says to me, well, I've got trials, but you're nothing like yours. It isn't equatable. That's not the way trials work. Pain isn't even. My pain is just as valid as your pain. And your experience is just as important as my experience. It's yours. It's your life. So don't look at my craziness, because it's been crazy, and your maybe little things and think, well, oh, I can't do it. Or maybe yours are bigger than mine. They're yours, but the same pattern works. Do you believe that you will end up in a better place? I can tell you that I do. I believe that I will be in a better place, um, in, a, in a better circumstance, in a better position in my life. Do I know how? Not necessarily. Do I know when? I don't. Do I know if it will ever happen uh, in the next 10 years? I don't. I really don't. Truthfully, you guys, I don't know how in the hell I'm ever going to pay. I, I, can, I think I'm at $70,000 in medical bills. And I'm raising two kids. And on top of that, I still get sick and have a knee surgery. Or get sick and have to be rushed to the emergency room because I don't feel good. The point. I believe that the future is bright. With all of my reasons not to. I believe that I can be that diamond in the rough. And if God willing, I'm able to have more good days than bad days, which I do currently. And as the future progresses, if I'm able to have more and more good days, I believe that I will make it through. And I want you to look at your life and believe. Find a place. Imagine it. What does it look like? What does that place of peace look like? What does it smell like? Who's around you? Believe it. Because it can happen. And the only person, the only person that truly has power over you to not make it happen is you. Because God wants that. God is talking. But are you listening? Think about that. I share these messages. I I talk to you. Because I believe that we, I believe that my experiences have given me a unique opportunity to share. I think that's the reason I've even become a radio DJ. And I'm going to share. I hope you start sharing too. I hope one of you will listen. You know, a lot of effort goes into this Be Happy movement. A lot of people have donated. You know, this Be Happy movement just isn't about me. We've had, I can think of 15 people off the top of my head who have donated massive amounts of time and massive amounts of energy and massive amounts of money. Jennifer McCulloch and um, Brooke Daly, Lori Johnson, Jen Carter, uh, Joni Ann Davis, um, Jen Hymas. I'm sure I'm forgetting people. A lot of people have done a lot to make this movement a reality. And we have more to do. The future. What does 2018 look like? So I'm going to end that message. Get on your knees and find a place. Believe. And do not quit until you're there. Because you can make it. Okay, so 2018. What does it look like? 
Um, we're going to start giving back. We're going to bring back the Be Happy Award. Um, and some good stuff coming. We're going to start talking suicide, you guys. We're going to start trying to start the discussion and breaking the um, stigma. Because in East Idaho, it's not like you can be okay. Oh, you're, you tried to commit suicide? or You know, I remember uh, I came home from my mission. This is a quick side note. I came home from my mission. Uh, I think it was two months early because I was in a car a bike accident. Um, it was kind of a car accident. A car almost hit me, but I had a compacted spine. And I came home almost two months early, and which isn't a whole lot. But holy cow, you would have thought it was in Shelly because I was judged. And people were like, ps, 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 ps. oh, he must have screwed up on his mission. Oh, he must have done this. Oh, he must have done that. Well, I didn't. They didn't ask me. They felt compliant um, to gossip about me. And that happens in your life too, I know. But uh, there's a stigma with not being emotionally healthy and strong. And that, my friends, is leading to massive amounts of people who are committing suicide. And you know what? It doesn't matter if there's massive amounts or one person. One life is too many. So we're going to talk more about that. We have people that are going to try to help us. And uh, we're going to talk about the things you want to talk about. This is your movement. I love you guys so much. I truly believe that we can make a difference. You are the only thing that can actually make that a reality. You have to take whatever you feel on this page and go and share it to those who you feel need to hear it. You are a messenger. But will you speak? Pretty cool. I don't know if you like these these uh, audio messages any better. If you do, yay, let me know. If you don't, boo. Don't tell me. No, I'm just joking. You can tell me. And uh, we're just going to keep going and trucking along, okay? Keep swimming. Keep swimming. Keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Bye.